This is Kurt Brower with the midweek message from Manakrishna Ohana for May 19, 2021. My topic is, can we become like little children? As my wife Claire and I sat down for a cup of coffee early last Sunday morning, she turned to me with a sweet smile. She asked, when did you first know that you loved me? I put my right hand on my heart and I said, when I felt my heart go pitter patter. We both laughed and then she said, pitter patter? That's not really a heart sound. Isn't that the, the sound of little children's feet? As soon as she said that, I thought back to the days when our two boys were little, running around the house. I had this, this longing, this intense longing to be back in those days with them again. Sparkly eyes, sprightly feet running, stopping, running again, little voices, great joy. And as I was reliving those moments from the past, my thoughts shifted again. They shifted from those great memories back to the present. And a Bible verse, or really a, a fragment of a verse, shoved and jostled its way into my thoughts. I didn't have the verse, I didn't have it exactly right, and I wasn't even sure where it was in Matthew. But the part that kept coming to me was Jesus telling the disciples they had to become like little children to enter heaven. And as I thought about that verse, I had a moment, not, not an inspiration, but an understanding. At that moment, I realized that Jesus feels the same way towards me as I do towards our boys. Just as I had longed for those days when our boys were little, he too longs for me to come to him as a child right here and right now. And not just me. He longs for you to come to him as a little child too. I had to look it up to get it right, but here's the Bible passage that contains a verse I was, I was that kind of came bubbling up into me last Sunday morning. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed a child among them. And he said, Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. That's from Matthew 18, verses 2 through 5. So maybe Jesus was relaxing by a little campfire or something when he heard the disciples arguing about who would be the greatest in heaven. And I can just imagine him rolling his eyes and going, <clears throat> there they go again. And I'm sure he wanted them to live in absolute trust with him, but instead they were bickering and they were squabbling like, like selfish brats. But being Jesus, he didn't get angry, annoyed, or even exasperated with them. Instead, he used a simple example to point out to them that normal worldly standards and accomplishments have no meaning in the kingdom of God. So rather than telling them to, to man up, Jesus told his disciples they must become like little children. Whoa, that's different. In fact, 
This message Jesus gave his disciples made no earthly sense at all. Any normal leader would have been pumping his followers up as mighty men, not telling them to, to be like children. But Jesus wasn't a normal leader in any sense. He wasn't motivated by money or, or earthly power. <clears throat> Otherwise, he would have spent his time, you know, lusting after that golden four by four chariot he had seen in the showroom in downtown Nazareth. Or, or he would have been cruising around checking out palatial waterfront mansions on the Sea of Galilee. But instead, Jesus carried out his mission. He had no interest in worldly things except when they could help him get his message across. And what was the message? The message was his very presence on earth, his life and his death. As God's emissary, Jesus took up his ministry at about age 30. He told stories, he told parables, he preached and he taught and he healed and he suffered. He lived and died and he did all of this out of obedience. He allowed his blood to be poured out for the forgiveness of sin. His message was his life and his life was his message. In this passage, Jesus told us to keep his command so that we could be restored into a relationship with God. He said, if you love me, keep my commands and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father and I too will love them and show myself to them. That's John 14, 15 through 17 and verse 21. Right now, Jesus sits at the right hand of God in heaven and he prays for us and he communicates with us through the Holy Spirit, as he did with me last Sunday morning. Jesus wants us to turn to him as children, to simply trust him and to feel the joy of life and love in his arms. He wants us to live by faith and to take each moment as it comes, knowing that our salvation, eternal life, is secure in him. He wants us to look at him with sparkly eyes and to run to him with sprightly feet, to gaze at him with simple affection and love and trust. But how can we do this when we have all these obligations and responsibilities? No, your mileage may vary, but I think it's safe to say that most of the responsibilities I've had are in this world and of this world. Going to work, paying bills, driving to the grocery store. Those things are fine, but we cannot allow them to take over our lives. Jesus wants us to change our focus a bit, to take a moment of time and turn our gaze away from the things of this world no matter how important or noble the activity may seem to be. He wants us to look to him as our spiritual guide and to acknowledge our dependence on him. Our dependence on him for salvation and eternal life. As busy as we are, turning away from the world may not be easy at first, but I'm confident you can figure out a way to turn your thoughts to Jesus throughout the day. Now, one, one way would be to take his advice. 
and look to the role models he gave us. Role models? What role models? Little children. He gave us the idea of becoming like children as a role model. So when you see a child tomorrow, stop and observe for a minute. Take a look. According to Jesus, that little creature should be a role model for you in your relationship with him. Learn to live in the moment with Christ just as that child lives in the moment. Now, to be sure, Jesus was talking about the good side of children, the loving side, not the selfish brat side like the disciples when they were squabbling. Nobody's got time for that. But our Lord made it clear that in order to enter the kingdom of God, we must come to him with the trust and utter dependence of little children. And if we do this, he will take us in his arms and he'll bless us, as shown here in the Gospel of Mark. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. But the disciples rebuked them. And when Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, and he placed his hands on them, and he blessed them. This is from Mark 10, 13 through 16. So I'll close with the words of our Lord that bubbled up into my fevered brain last Sunday morning. <laughs> truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So, can we become like little children before our Lord and Savior? Will he see, will he see our sparkly eyes looking at him with love, trust, and affection? Will he hear the pitter-patter of our sprightly footsteps as we run to him, fully trusting our faith, and our future in him, I hope and pray that we do. Amen.